All right, welcome to the Ignore This Podcast, where we discuss topics we're interested in that you may or may not ignore. My name is Monty, and I'm joined by my good friend, Darian. How are you, Darian? I'm great. How are you, Monty? My life is a dumpster fire, but (laughs) coincidentally, so is that presidential debate that uh, only, luckily, only 73 million people poor sons of bitches uh watched on on was that monday night it's too many it felt like yesterday that was monday night right uh yeah it was monday and i feel uh, like i have not had enough mezcal between monday and friday like i haven't been the same since i haven't been the same since um i'm gonna need something to get me uh you know through all of this oh wait there's nothing there's literally nothing there's no hope for you there's no hope for anyone honestly we we as americans should have been paid to watch that it was it was terrible (laughs) it was it was literally the worst i mean you know you're in a bad state when the the first person to sound off on it is like jake tapper from cnn you know like what you know like you're in a bad place when cnn is like you're you know basically you know, CNN's pretty liberal and they were like, their candidate, you know, it's, you know, like they don't want to admit it, but they're pretty liberal. Their candidate is basically Biden, just like Fox News' candidate is basically Trump. And at the end of it, even there, they're just like, that was the worst debate ever. And I'm like, yeah, you're in a kind of a bad place when CNN is saying that's... <laughs> yeah, when CNN's <laughs> basically saying the equivalent of, so that happened, uh, it's not a good yeah. debate. <laughs> No, no, it's a total sack of shit. And, you know, um, obviously everybody's talking about the, you know, Trump saying, um, you know, stand back, stand by. And it was weird how he, he somehow snuck in stand by and then immediately tried to, boys. yeah, immediately tried to change the subject though. You know, but I'll tell you what, he immediately said something like, but I'll tell you what, uh, I'm not going to deal with this fraud. I'm like, dude, this is just classic Trump. That was the easiest he, layup ever. All he had to layup. do was say, no, I do not support white supremacy or neo-Nazis. Or That's all he had to do. But, I don't know why that's so hard. Classic Trump is saying, sure, I'll, I'll say whatever you want me to say. And then yeah. never got around to it and then brought up the Proud Boys. So solid answer. Yeah. Solid answer. Solid answer. Yeah, I just... I. Definitely the the diaper fire of a century. I wrote that in in our show notes. We were talking about that. I mean, that's what it, that's what it was. It was just absolutely terrible. Uh, you know, if if I'm I'm going to be more critical um, of, of Biden here, just just because kind of we kind of knew what we were going to get with Trump. We knew he was going to be an interruptee. You know, just classic Trump. You know, a prick. He is a prick. Let's be honest, right? So we kind of knew we were going to get that. So I'm not too terribly surprised. He definitely upped it you know he was like <laughs> i don't know if there if there are such a thing with level uh, uh you know um if there's such a thing as levels with trump you know of like five being the angriest it seems like he was like kind of like incensed uh like kind of from the very beginning at level five like it, it seemed like way too intense and once again you know you're in a bad place when the person who's prepping you for the debate um what's the dude from new jersey chris christie chris christie prepped him and i think he said what was it was he on cnn i think as well god why am i referencing cnn so much i clearly have a problem but he he said like yeah he was way too hot i'm like lol dude when chris christie says you're too hot you're in a bad place that is that is not good that is like the worst place you could be at (laughs) 
when yeah, basically when a Jersey political mobster says you're coming in too hot, you're you've been coming in way too hot. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, remarkable. I mean, impressive, impressive. I didn't think we would get that level of insanity, but you know, hey, it's um, it's 2020. It's the year that literally um, is is the shittiest year on record, and and I'm sure. Um, as a good friend of mine said the other day, 436 AD was a real barn burner, but I don't know. Uh, uh, this, this year really sucks a, a lot. I think we're and taking I the cake. Yeah, I think we're taking the cake. I don't mean to, to be gender insensitive, but it sucks a lot of balls right now. This is, uh, this has been a shitty year. Um, so, so that, you know, that, that is its own dumpster fire. We also have Trump tax returns. We have SCOTUS, right? And pe- you know, all everybody on the left totally freaking out about Roe v. Wade. Right. right. We've got, uh, and then of course, it, it you couldn't get any sweeter. Like that is enough to fill up seventeen thousand podcast episodes. It, it is enough for CNN to to and Fox News to drone on for literally a decade. But what do we have on top of this? Our fearless, our fearless leader gets COVID. <laughs> I know. What, what, uh, what, uh, what interesting news. What I, interesting I'm, news to get. I'm going to turn to my all-seeing eye right now. All-seeing eye. Hello, Darren. All-seeing eye. Tell me, tell me how to get through this. Well, I, uh, I think we started this podcast the right way with a couple of glasses of mezcal so i uh, it's, it's helping but not by much not by much i'm not drinking mezcal i'm drinking mineral water with mezcal in it it's not the same <laughs> all right so don't uh, label me I'm yeah just, yeah i'm just a bad. pleb i don't drink i don't drink it properly yeah right yeah no well you clearly are a terrible oracle and thanks for not helping us get through this we don't we we need something i i feel like besides just talking about the insanity you know, what else is there? I guess nothing until we somehow, you know, get past this insane election. So what should we talk about next? Uh, Trump tax returns? I've got a hot sports opinion on this, as, as people say. I've got a very hot opinion. I don't think it's that big of a deal. No, it isn't. I don't. I know people have been making the tax returns into a big deal. Well, look, we'll come back to the whole Trump is uh, clearly a white nationalist in the debate and stand back, stand by. Well, you know, maybe we'll hit that at the end. But I want to hit, there's just so many things here. Trump tax returns, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Here's why. Our tax system is totally broken. It is so screwed up. It, this, if you think this is the only rich douchebag taking advantage of taxes, you are sorely mistaken. People have been dodging taxes since taxes existed and they will continue to do so until we make the tax system better until we can get rid of stupid loot loopholes not loot holes that would be hilarious <laughs> what Ew. is a loot hole <laughs> hey, oh. it technically um, is a loot hole <laughs> that's right touche uh, <laughs> until we get rid of these stupid loopholes and set limits on how much you can claim as a loss based off of i don't know what kind of business you're in your sector your industry how much maybe revenue you um produce or could could produce like what we we need to bolster the irs we need to invest more internally and and actually believe it or not we need to improve government not take more money away from it and um you know for for a lot of things you know you could make the case 
oh, this is a stupid program, that's a stupid program. The IRS is something that's badly needed and it needs to be, like we need to provide them with tools to do their job more effectively, help them do their job more effectively. But, But what I'm really getting at here is that we need to reform tax code and make it to where rich douchebags like Trump, and there's a lot, if you think he's the only person that pulls this shit on a yearly basis, you are sorely mistaken. Um, you know, there are people that make 50,000 times less money, right? They make, I don't know, 150, $350,000 a year and are doing this kind of bullshit, right? right. So right. this is just like not new. We just need to make the system better. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna and, turn it over to you, Darren. What do you think? I'm tired of, sorry for <laughs> taking so long. No, 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 I, I think you're right about that. And the, the IRS has been grossly underfunded for years and that's just something you constantly hear coming out of there is they just don't have enough bodies and seats to handle everything that they have to do. And it's not just, you know, the tax return every year. They're busy all year investigating, trying to find fraud. And all of these departments require funding and people. And then you have the other, the other problem of just the image of the IRS. Like no one wants to actually go and work for the IRS. No one's going to college and thinking about, well, maybe a few people are, but I don't think that many people are really looking forward to going to college and then ending up working at the IRS. It just doesn't have uh, the appeal that a lot of the more modern companies have. Well, you know, it's interesting you say that. The kind of folks Um, the kind of wonderful, wonderful people that want to become public servants, I want to celebrate them and help them become better at their job. I don't want to demonize them and put them in a place where they're going to fail. And it seems like we, we do really stupid things. Like we, we don't provide police officers with the right training. We don't provide teachers with enough money and we make them do too much. Like in general, public servants, we do a pretty bad job of taking care of them. Yeah. And I think there was, um, oh gosh, I'm, I, I'm gonna find the poll, but there was a poll that was you know, about you know, which public servants essentially have the highest clout amongst mm-hmm. the public. And it was like firefighters were number one. It's cause they, you know, they don't arrest people. They're not teaching your kids. They just come out and fix, shitty problems they fix fires right so i'm not surprised by that but at the same time it's like wouldn't you like to see your teachers you know teachers at the top of that list or like Mm -hmm. yes somebody from from government you know people that are taking a hell of a lot less money by working in government rather than the private sector we want to we want to make these people we want to celebrate these people obviously we want the right people but it should be you know my opinion we should make these jobs more desirable and the way we do that is by paying people more asking them to do less um propping up the the, you know because and also just making them appealing to the public because right now you 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 take like the firefighter example where everyone just at least in my mind the first image that comes to my head is a firefighter like crawling up a tree to take a cat out of it for you know a little girl whose cat got lost up there totally you know you're always thinking of these like wholesome kind of things when you think of a firefighter yep if you think about a police officer especially if you think about a police officer the way they've been painted in the yeah portrayed in the last couple of years yeah they're gonna put the ladder up to the tree and then just shoot the cat (laughs) they're out like killing cats along with like you know um black and brown people and and look you know there's obviously there's there's obviously an issue with race in our country that we're constantly grappling with and there's no denying that but um it's it's absolutely 
there's no there's no argument or that the majority of police officers and folks out there doing working in public service are really wonderful people and Mm -hmm. you know i don't know they have to be i mean they have (laughs) some of the worst working conditions yes they have to they're constantly being viewed by they're out in the public they're being viewed by citizens yeah and they're having to keep their composure totally all the time and that's just exhausting oh my god in when when we when those folks are disgruntled there's it's no it's no wonder they're disgruntled it's no wonder it's like yeah no shit obviously Mm. obviously okay so we both don't care about trump tax returns i think that you know the media in general is making this out to be a much bigger deal by the way it's not even a requirement we don't require presidents to do it it's a norm that we've asked people to do it the reason why people wanted trump so badly is because people knew he wasn't paying taxes like obviously right but you know what if you looked at now there may be some exceptions right some rich people are smarter than others in terms of like how they get around this like so i'm not sure about um oh god what's the what's the rich guy that ran for president for the democrats carrie no <laughs> no <laughs> in this recent in the primary democratic primary bloomberg Bloop, yeah there's i was like there's jesus. a few bloomberg jesus Damn. romney romney <laughs> democrat <laughs> you were there Somebody take his mess, Callaway. Um, no, it's. I was going to say, Bloomberg probably had his his T's crossed and his eyes dotted. Oh, he spent so much money too on oh, on his campaign. It was insane. He spent, he spent so much, but specifically, I mean, like he's 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 rich. Mm-hmm. Probably could pay more taxes. Oh but yeah. He is. I'm, I'm sure, like most billionaires, but I'm sure he's very smart mm-hmm. about like his tax returns and how it could be viewed by the public. Right. Trump was never thinking about this, right? Mm-hmm. Trump was never thinking, he was just thinking, how can I pay the least amount of money? I don't give a shit what the public thinks. And, yeah. and, and that's the kind of the difference between like uh, smart money, I guess, smart rich people and like not very smart rich people. And yeah. um, people that plan on running for public office, which obviously Trump, even if he was, you just clearly didn't give a crap about how yeah. that would look. But I mean, um, it's like everyone knew this too. Like you look knew. at Trump's history. He's I mean, been in, he's been bankrupt. How, I don't even know how many times, like a good amount of times he's filed for bankruptcy. Of course he's, he's putting this all down people over on contracts. Yep. Like he hasn't ever really hidden how much of a sleaze bag he is with his money for yeah. the last, you know, 40 no. years. No, of course not. No, and, everybody and, knows he's a sack of garbage. Right. And so I like, that's why the tax return thing never really mattered at all to me this entire time. I'm like, who cares? Cares. like yeah there's t- like you mentioned there's tons of people that have i mean even trump himself re- referred to his tax rec- return as like money magic because yeah, his accountants totally. like you just have amazing <laughs> accountants you know that like you don't yeah. even as a rich person you don't even need to really worry about it just get yourself yeah. an amazing like legal team and you accountant do. team and they and will never find pay taxes every loophole yeah they exists. find it all yeah, yeah. so and it's because our system is so broken like exactly it's just exactly. totally screwed so here's here's one funny thing. So I was looking at, you know, USA Today had an article on like what, what were like the top themes or the most important things from the takeaway from the New York Times article on the Trump. So the top seven revelations from New York Times report on Trump's income. And it was written by uh, David Jackson of USA Today. And I thought that actually the most interesting thing was, and there's like a bunch of stuff, he, all the stuff he wrote off, like, you know, he wrote off $26 million in, you know, 
quote unquote consulting fees, which is just like, dude, come on, businesses, you know, like you do not, unfortunately, you really don't have to provide hardly, you don't have to provide very much information at all when right. you're writing things off. You just, no. honestly, I know people, they just go, I hope I don't get audited. Literally, that's right. all they say. And most tax accounts will say, you know, there's like a very, very high likelihood you want because the, obviously, because IRS is so underfunded. But here's the most interesting thing. From my, in my humble yet all-knowing opinion, Trump claimed a $72.9 million refund <laughs> a decade that. ago. Yeah, he's such a genius. <laughs> Trump, yeah, because that's not going to look bad. Right. Uh, Trump claimed $72.9 million refund, which is the prime subject of the, uh, of the audit, according to the, the USA Today. Um, quote, uh, the Times uh, says, quote, um, in fact, confidential records show that starting in 2010, he claimed and received an income tax refund totaling $72.9 million. All the federal income tax he had paid for 2005 through 2008. Oh, I love this. The end of this sentence is the best, though. Plus interest. You are wow. shitting me. We're, we're, the legitimacy of that refund is at the center of the audit battle that he has been long been waging out of public view with the IRS end quote. So like that's the quote from the Times article. And that that right there is like just explains to you that's that is Trump in a nutshell. He is yeah. like so New York like high rise sleaze ball douchebag to the max. Like that is that is him. And yeah. like that does not surprise me. And if it surprises you, then you are a dunce i mean honestly like then you, you haven't you haven't been in america for the last 40 plus years yeah <laughs> like, i mean yeah. seriously we make this too easy for right. douchebags to take advantage of so like this is why i'm glad we i'm glad we talked about it. this is why like i simply just don't care about this story because it's our fault and by our fault i mean our legislators mm -hmm. exactly <laughs> because we we right. elected these idiots and these idiots haven't fixed it so um, you know, like whatever, screw the tax story. I don't want to hear about it anymore. I know he's a sleaze bag. We all know it's a sleaze bag. You, you have your confirmation, go jerk off with it. Like no one cares. He's a douche. Let's move on. Right. Like, thanks for surprising me. Um, I, I SCOTUS and abortion. I, I want to talk about this. This is so interesting to me. Like they're going to put, you know, they're, they're going to, they're going to try Obviously they're, I'm like 100% sure they're going to get Omi, Amy Coney Barrett. Right? Yeah. She's this like, yeah, she's Catholic. Um, I just want to say for the record, everybody should be very happy. She's not evangelical. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, could, it could, listen, it, it could always be worse. Okay. It could always be worse. I want you to think about glass half full. She's not evangelical. If she was evangelical. I would say it's time to move to Belgium. Like it is, here we go, guys. It's time to go. Uh, I mean, not really. Here's here's the other part of this. Like, people are so worried about like, oh, the the Roe v. Wade thing. I totally get it. People right. in liberal states, you don't have to worry. But the unfortunate thing is, there's a lot of people, rich and poor, of all backgrounds. Um, Texas has is an is an example has incredible diversity of rich and poor and. Uh, white to black in every shade in between. Huge contingent of Filipinos, of Southeast Asian folks in general. Southeast Asia is heavily represented in Texas. Mm -hmm. uh, Japan, black. Uh, <laughs> what is the the line from uh, from Dr. Dre? Black, white, Chicano, hell if I know. Like literally, 
everyone is rep- I mean, it's a very diverse state. Yeah. Houston, and, and, yeah. especially. And this is going to screw so many people because that is a conservative state. And that state will not allow, I, I am almost positive, unless they are able to get the Texas House to vote that abortion is okay after it gets, if it gets, go, get to the Supreme Court. If it goes to the Supreme Court and they shut it down, and that means it's got to be at the local level, they've got to put it at the state level. I'm worried about places like Texas. I'm worried about places like Mississippi, like Georgia, like, yeah, you know, Florida, all these places where there's incredible diversity it's kind of purple-ish or could be purple, but it's mostly red. And there's so many women that are not going to be able to have abortions or get any sort of family planning support. Sorry, right. I'm done. Just any, over any, kind of, any, any kind of planning at all. Yeah, exactly. And I'm curious about that too. Uh, just to kind of slightly go off topic a little bit on Texas. I, I am super curious about that because we're seeing a lot of these bigger celebrities kind of migrate into Texas as well as a lot of tech companies that are buying up cheap land there. A lot. So there is this, uh, there are like big pockets of, uh, I would say more liberals. So like more blue pockets within Texas and certain cities. So Austin of course has always been fairly liberal even before tech started getting big there. That's true. But, But I think about, you know, the things, the things that will keep, these companies and, and, and coming Midwest, in Midwest liberal, like middle of the yeah. country liberal, like socially right. liberal, like maybe fiscally conservative. Whereas like, like that's closer totally... to the center. Or, yeah. Like yes. somewhere, somewhere around there. What, what I would like to call a responsible liberal, but yeah. we can get into that later. we can get into that later. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm, I am curious about that where it's like these States almost have a better chance if they incentivize more migration to them right so you take someone like joe rogan who recently moved to texas he's a big weed guy guy. like he's really into weed weed legalization so it's like it's true is texas now that you have celebrities that are big on certain topics now that they're living in your state are these going to be more visible in the court you know are these going to to hit your to your judicial branch and and get push through who knows i don't know and yeah i do I, there is this other story about uh tulsa that's actually like paying people you have to live there or something like a year at least a year but they're paying people to move there ten thousand dollars just to move there oh so, yeah. you know wasn't there another yeah. place like this wasn't it like somewhere weird like portland maine or something like that some other weird yeah. no, no no vermont 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 vermont, yeah. vermont was doing i think they i'm not sure if they're doing that anymore but they you know honestly um Gosh, which would you, which, where would I go? Tulsa, Oklahoma or Burlington? I don't think 10 grand is enough for Tulsa. (laughs) I don't know. I don't don't know. know. Okay. Okay. Let me, let me just, let me represent the hipsters in Tulsa. They've got a a sweet music scene there. Mm. Sweet, sweet music. All the baristas and all all the the music. (laughs) They do. (laughs) They've got, look, we have to be, we have to be real, I, w- I just want to I want to high five all of our southern brothers and sisters who are not ignorant. Yes. <laughs> I just want to be like Absolutely. I love you. Please don't leave because if you leave it'll turn into a shit show. You guys are keeping it real Seriously. and you're keeping it cool. So please don't go. Keep it level, you know, please. Yeah. Yeah. Please. Of course of course these days. Yeah, keep it keep it at least purple. But these days like the thing that I'm worried about is um uh, or that Do not uh, stand down. <laughs> oh man 
brown paste. <laughs> but anyways, it, it, that was I was just kind of getting us yeah. off topic. But going back to no, no, our SCOTUS, right. um, yeah. I, I think I think we already knew that it was definitely going to have to be a woman, right? Trump Trump has been, I guess, like pretty. He's almost using like the Joe Biden tactic where it was like, I'm only going to pick a VP as long as they're black. And it's like, okay. And it's, he's doing the same thing where it's like, I'm yeah. only going to pick a SCOTUS a as long as it's woman. a woman, a woman replacing another woman. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, but six, three, that is just gonna, it's going to change how our judicial system works for a really like probably until we're dead. After yeah. Dead. Yes, it will. It will. It will. And I think a lot of people like to say, oh, well, you know, the Democrats had a, you know, a, a, a center left, you know, leaning mm-hmm. Supreme Court for forever. And, you know, like, what was it after? Wasn't it after Bush put in Sandra Day O'Connor, who was like, I think, wasn't she the leader of the Republican House for Arizona? She was a, she was the only former politician and um, I'm going to know this from like a, some other, I was, I was reading an article about from this. Snapple Sandra Day. Yeah. <laughs> it was, how did you know it was from Snapple? Uh, I'm never getting rid of my Snapple cap collection either. I will have it till I die. In fact, it's going to go, it's going to get buried with me. Um, that's morbid. Let's move on. So <laughs> I was going to say she was like the only, she was picked by Bush. Mm-hmm. And I believe she was. It could be insane. Yeah, I, but I'm pretty I, sure Bush so, Senior. Yeah. yeah, Bush Senior. Yeah. Um, and after she was picked, she sided with the liberals a few times. Mm-hmm. And that's when the Federalist Society and the whole Federalist judge picks came in. You know, Anthony Kennedy, too, I think he was kind of, you know, middle, middle of the road. He sided um, for what was it? There was an abortion challenge that he sided on. I think it was to, to do away with Roe v. Wade. And he sided with the liberal side of the court too. I think it could, it could be wrong on those choices to forgive me what, what specific Supreme court uh, uh, cases they were, but, but historically speaking, the, the quote unquote liberal side of the court has been more or less in power for a little bit. So it's right. So, you know, I get that you know republicans are like more than happy to to forget that they said you know forget the the whole oh, all the bullshit with right. with biden, Mitch. the biden rule or whatever totally to totally it. or the yeah the was it the obama happened during obama's so the obama yeah well yes. so i think it was it was the last uh it was during the uh bush uh oh shoot when was it yeah, but Biden it, Biden uh, blocked on an election year a uh, replacement judge for for that. So oh, that's right. That's where Mitch McConnell did the same thing to Obama, citing the Biden rule, where it was like, well, you shouldn't. Whoever the incoming president is should be the one to choose the new justice. And so even uh, you had people like Lindsey Graham that were on video saying, "I want you to use this against me if yeah. I ever decide yeah. to do." something different in the future yep. and here we are here four we years are. later yep <laughs> and they're all going back on what they said so. well of course of course of course I mean, I mean what did we expect honestly well and the, it's you know mitch mcconnell <laughs> lindsey graham is being challenged and lindsey mcconnell graham. is being challenged um and i think they also the other thing they're taking into account is it's a lesser year for them right so they're they're being challenged and so what what happens if they lose they they want to you know 
kick the short, you know, put right. They're the trying to future proof themselves. In yes. A way. Right. Exactly. Yeah. They, they don't, at the end of the day, they're like, what if mm-hmm. I lose? I mean, I don't. It's chess. It's chess, it's, you know, and yeah. some, some people play it. Uh, some people, you know, no, all politicians play it poorly and yeah. unfairly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to try to have a good analogy there, but no, no, no it's no, just all bad. It's not really. Yeah, exactly. It's just all garbage. No, it's, 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 it's totally insane. Like if, if you think for a second, the politicians are going to be like, use, you know, actually go back to what they say and say, yeah, you're right. I said that. And I'm going to stick by my word. Right. That's not, that has not been the political scene we've been in since sticking to your guns that isn't the american way come on it's really not i mean (laughs) it's really there's too many examples that you could point to and say yeah you know that that was a a lie or they didn't say you know do what they said they were going to do read my lips no more taxes (laughs) no it's yeah it's it's ridiculous it's ridiculous you know it's like this has just been a crazy week you know what else happened was the uh cnn anderson cooper i guess anderson cooper got exclusive leak privileges to uh our uh first lady's uh rant on the phone about how um oh yeah public her public image was being affected with the children in cages and her visit uh while she was wearing that jacket that was like i don't care do you or, or whatever it had on the back and you know it's just so many things that happened in uh, addition to the debate this week that it's just like wow what is this and then and then you have the icing on the cake where trump announces last night that both him and melania have tested positive COVID. for coronavirus yeah and and what is the worst part about all of this is that melania has to spend time actual time in quarantine with trump <laughs> this that poor poor woman i feel so bad for her nobody's talking about how terrible this is for melania yeah. i mean honestly um i think we've all secretly been waiting for her to just end it for us and and maybe this is the chance (laughs) yeah there there is i mean i you know there's a chance she may kill the president (laughs) if this is there was ever a time for melania to snap and really help out america actually you know what let me be honest with you it would actually be really bad here's my here's another hot take (laughs) hot take i actually think that that if Pence was, you know, stepped in, Trump dies, Pence steps in. And I think a lot of people feel this way. I think you would have all of the, you know, like there's, what is that coalition? RVAT, Republicans against Trump. Mm-hmm. Uh, Republicans voting against Trump, RVAT. Um, there's so many, like, there's this huge push to like move Republicans who are kind of in the center, but lean, lean you know, center oh, yeah. right to vote, you know, who, who feel like their parties just turned into just like literally. That and like, a, what is it? The Lincoln Project and like a couple totally. other those that are all like. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Basically like our party is a diaper, dumpster, right. shit fire. Right. Let's. Never Trumpers. And totally. You know, yeah. The all rhinos. Those, the, 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 well, I would, I would like to say the respectable part of the party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the people that I respect who are like, no, no, no more of this tomfoolery. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I actually have to go against the grain and vote for like just a classic 
politician like Biden, who, yes, who has this long record, is like probably done a bunch of stupid things and flip flops. It's because it's been a politician for like mm-hmm. 700 million years. Anyway, I'm going to vote for him because at least it's a politician I know to mistrust. Well, and actually, <laughs> like to, to stop there for a second, you bring up a good point where. Like, I could understand someone voting for Trump the first time around where they're like, look, I'm sick of this classic politician, like, garbage, like, nothing's getting done at all ever, really. I need something new. So, like, let's get this outsider in there that's going to shake things up, drain the swamp, and, you know, all the rest of that stuff. So, yes, I could see that if you didn't know who Trump was. (laughs) So but now, but now, now, you know, but now that you, but, but even if you were only loosely aware of like his history in the United States, you've had four years of him on Twitter several times a day on TV, just being absolutely ridiculous. So these people are like, okay, huge mistake. Uh, let's go back to a little more of the classic politician that I'm, I guess I'm used to. I don't necessarily want, but it's better than four more years of this guy. I think people are just, I mean, like I hear this all the time. I know you have too, Darren, which is people are just freaking exhausted. They're just tired. They're exhausted. I can't, I, it's like, exa- I can't it's like handle it. on the virgin nuclear war again. Oh like I, I can't think about stuff like that. You know, what's so hilarious about this whole thing is that there's just too, there's too much material to wade through. And I mean, right. just like, obviously we shouldn't reelect this guy material. It, it blows yeah. my mind that, that so many people are into the insanity. Maybe they like other people being incensed. What what I think is, you know, like we, we tend to forget the whole like North Korea, I'm going to be best friends with Kim Jong-il. Mm-hmm. Kim Jong-un? Man. Kim Jong-un. Um, yeah, blows my mind. I And that and there's that. And that, I think that's part but of anyway, his tactic like, too. Where old he's just now. <laughs> right. He's just, exactly. Whereas like you, you, let me, like just think of stuff that's happened during his presidency, right? Remember, uh, remember Jeff Sessions? <laughs> he feels like forty-five years ago right now. <laughs> yeah, remember Jeff Stormy Sessions. Daniels? <laughs> oh my god! Remember, like, remember all this shit that oh has just god. happened? But I think blowing. that's part of his tactic, where it's like if you just flood the public with information, with bullshit. Yes. Our short-term attention span can only handle juggling so many topics at once. Yeah. So if we're just flooded all the time, we're overwhelmed all the time. Totally and we never actually know what no the hell's idea. going on because no we don't want to dig into it. Yeah. And we don't know what to dig into because we're like, is this even worth digging into? I have no idea. It'll change by tomorrow. Yeah. And, and so, you know, you look back and like going back to voting in a, a more like traditional politician, I guess, with Biden, you you look at both parties sides of the party now and it's like our side or the highway kind of deal with a lot with a good amount of them where it's like look you're either you're either with this initiative or without it and they look at people like biden and blame him for he's like you've been a politician for 40 years like what have you really done and that speaks to the amount of like compromise that politics really entails like if oh you yeah can't be a hundred percent no. Like if you go in there with hard opinions on everything, you're never going to get anything done. So you have to compromise. That's the whole point. That is the whole point. And, I think and now people we're getting tend more and more that. away from that. Yeah. So it's yeah. just making things worse. All right. Let's move on then to does Trump getting COVID help or hurt Biden? I think this is just a great way to round things out and to uh, take us, take us to the finish line. And, and, and actually it's funny. Um, I was actually just thinking, there's a lot that we haven't even touched on. There's so much. In oh, fact, so much. It's an 
Darren, I think originally we had, and we should probably amend this and add it to like the beginning of the podcast, just so people know, we planned, we planned on talking about tribalism and conspiracy theories. That was our plan. But this week was an epic shit show. But <laughs> so another podcast to come for like, you know, the uh, zero people out there listening to this because everybody's <laughs> doing a great job of ignoring it. But but yeah, I want to ask you first, Darren, does I want to hear your thoughts on this. Does Trump getting COVID help or hurt Biden? You know, before I answer, I almost feel like with all of this stuff going on this week and a lot of it being negative towards Trump and the Republican Party. I almost feel like this could be its own conspiracy where it's like, did they just Mm. say they have COVID to take the news off of the other negative things and maybe like push back the debate so that Trump can get a better, you know, better talking points together. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe they really do have it. I mean, he has not been safe at all, even though he said it during the debate. He's like, I have a mask. I wear it when I feel it's appropriate. Yeah, and uh, ironically, one of my top was, staffers yeah. uh, is <laughs> infected with it. So, totally. uh, you know, I I, I want to just say that I think he just got it out of pure stupidity. And this isn't yep. some ploy to take the media's attention away from the other negativity about them. Yeah. But as for it hurting or or helping, I I got to say it's it's I, I want to say I don't know for sure, but I, I feel like it's helping or, or it would it's definitely more of a a wake-up call for some of those individuals that were just hard set on calling coronavirus a hoax. So now that the leader of the free world has it, maybe some of those people start coming around and uh, believing in science a little bit more than they did before. Science! <laughs> but but uh, overall, I think I definitely think it, it's helping rather than hurting. Yeah, I think, well, I agree. Um, I think, you know, the conspiracy theory side of it is something we're going to explore in another side, you know, another episode, which is like, actually, it was all planned. It's a part of the QAnon Trump, uh, you know, strategy, which is actually COVID was how we get in our bunker because there's a nuke coming and all of you pedophiles are going to die now. Like, you know, there's going to be some insane conspiracy theory about it. I'm sure that's already circulating the interwebs that this was the whole, this was the plan or some, some BS right. like that. I, you know, and I'm not even trying to. Well, and that's anything. the other thing too, is that even like, that's where I'm, I'm almost on the fence as to whether this is good or bad, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. lot of those, and of course we'll talk more about this in our next one, but yep. a lot of those people are going to explain away yeah. the, you know, they're not even going to really look at no. it for what it is and like learn from it. It's, it, no. they'll just find a crafty way of explaining why it happened no oh it's all part of the master plan oh really are you (laughs) sure tell they're gonna they're gonna do your own research check the webs yes no i totally agree and i was gonna say even if they don't believe in some in in another insane conspiracy theory that the you know typically the far right just absolutely loves and look far far left have their own conspiracy theories we'll talk about that too but you know, they, they, they typically just eat that shit up. And, and what's interesting is if, if they don't, if they absolutely don't think that's the case and they do think it hurts, um, it, you know, it's bad and they feel sorry for their fearless leader, our, I should say our fearless leader, solidarity is important. Then I, I, think, I think what they're going to do is 
you know, that, well, that, here's the thing that I'm worried about. Trump always puts himself down as the victim. He's always the victim. Always, 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 always. This plays further into that crutch that he has, where he's like, you see what they're doing to me. Now have I've got pity. COVID. I mean, yeah, yeah, have pity. Vote for the fierce leader. You know, like, will, right. that's the thing that I worry this, about. Will that yeah. sympathy cause these people, yes. these <laughs> these people, it sounds so bad. <laughs> will it cause people in general to vote for Trump? And right. I wonder if that will change any vote. And I, I yeah, that's I don't. I gotta hope not. I seriously hope not. But you know, you know, and that and that again has me like that's why my thoughts are going more towards this is a publicity stunt than anything else. Where it's like, oh, well, with, for, as a conspiracy theory, you mean. right? Because everything, oh, all the news this week is super negative about me because I didn't do, I didn't say the right things at the debate. Now my w- wife's getting in trouble. Let's just say we have coronavirus to take the news off of this, like, and men get this, get people to feel like we're the victim again. And oh, that's interesting. I, that is definitely a delicious conspiracy theory. I mean, he's a sleazebag. We know this. Like, it's bag. it's yeah, not beneath bag. him to yeah. pull some ridiculous political or publicitical stunt. Yeah. No, I <laughs> yeah. don't. I don't think. I don't think it is. And here's why. It's just the irony is too is too ridiculous. Right. I mean, and like. Right. Because he he made fun of Biden on the debate stage for mm-hmm. wearing a mask, right? For having mm-hmm. a mask. So I I don't think that it's, but I I definitely get. So here's the thing: that's some nuance there. That what I just mentioned there, him making fun of Biden for wearing the mask. That's nuance that a lot of people that like conspiracy theories can easily ignore yes. for their conspiracy theory. That's the problem with with right. conspiracy theories and the kinds of folks in general that are you know, pulled in by them, you know, it's that whole, like, are you feeling anxious? Are you feeling uneasy? Right. All of these right. things, like they sort of, you know, fear, sort of believe in it's, fear. it's a lot of it's fear is just fear like based. fear is a great yep. persuader. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I think this is a great place to end it. Um, it's been probably one of the worst conversations we've ever had. And I'm really glad um, that we had it. Um, hopefully you listener at home, all two of you or one, if we're lucky, um have 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 ignored this and done a good job of ignoring it um darren have you (laughs) one can only hope yeah one can only hope darren thanks for your time i know you've you've had a a very busy day you woke up i think you ate a banana it was it was a hard day for you wasn't it right and then after the banana it was just switching straight over to mezcal yep and that's why you're in such good health these days best best of health (laughs) (laughs) your health cheers Cheers.